You're either one of two people. Either you love when your kids come in the kitchen and help you cook and mess everything up, or you're like me and you want caution tape saying, get out of my kitchen, it's organized and clean, and you will destroy it, and then I will be sad. Either way, today's program is for you. What's up, Rebels? Ryan Dobson here with producer Kay, and on the program, the Atomic Mom, Laura Dobson. It's a good program. It is. Do you know what? This is a fun program. Like, we all got... I hate to say giddy, because I feel so, like, I don't know, but... It was. At one point, we were all looking at each other, like, smiling and like, oh, (laughs) why? Right. Because we have a new best friend on the program. We do. Who is it? It's the Mix and Match Mama, a.k.a. Shay Shaw. (sighs) Why do I want to say Shay Shaw over and over again? Because it's so much fun. It's like uh, one of those nursery tongue tongue twister things. You know what? I think it's her name. This. Oh, my gosh. I how. I feel like I'm going back to like, this is, I, oh, how do I even say this? Her name is as fun as she is. Like, she's so much fun. Like, Shay Shaw, mm-hmm. for me, is a fun thing to say. She's so much fun. She's a she fun is. person on the broadcast. I feel a little bit cheesy saying that. Like, I'm back in my old roots of those broadcasts. Uh-huh. Except she's so much fun. She is. She's a blast. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm gonna throw myself under the bus before, uh, she doesn't even know this. Uh, but we talk about it on the broadcast. I tried uh, one of the slow cooker creations because we talk about her book Simmers, right? And we talk about her book Kids in the Kitchen. We talk both of those things. Uh, I was joking about the slow cooker being antiquated and old, and being embarrassed by the Instapot or feeling neglected, uh, and getting back into it. I have full on got back into my crock pot right now. Mm-hmm. There is a pork tenderloin uh, in it that she recommends on this program. Mm-hmm. And then I got to get over myself. My daughter and son love to be in the kitchen. They love cooking shows and I need them in the kitchen more. Yes. And so uh, we talk about kids in the kitchen as well. Man, this broadcast is fun. I can't wait for you to hear it. So enough of me. Let's jump into Shay Shull, mixandmatchmama.com, Kids in the Kitchen and Simmers on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Jay Shaw, Mix and Match Mama, <laughs> joining Double Parenting. Thank you so much for being on today. We're very excited. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We love it. And you talk about so much on your blog. You've got mixandmatchmama.com and you talk mm-hmm. about cooking and getting your kids in the kitchen and travel adoption. I'm adopted, so that's a big one for us. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, two nights ago, I spoke at a pregnancy resource center in... Alabama. Alabama. That's right. It was awesome. <laughs> Love it so much. You've got adopted kids and biological kids, and we're going to talk about getting kids in the kitchen and cooking for your family, which we both believe in so much. Uh, how'd you get into this? What made yeah. you decide you wanted to do this? And then it's funny because as a mom, you're like, oh, yeah, get kids in the kitchen. It's so fun. And you've got moms that are like, really? Like, my kids like to mess up the kitchen. I but, block off the kitchen and yeah, say, you we have cannot like come in. Tape. We, the kitchen is closed. Get out. What well, made you want to bring all the kids in the kitchen and then teach other people how to do it without pulling their hair out? Well, to be fair, some days I make them leave the kitchen too. So, I mean, some oh, okay. days we all cook, but some days mm-hmm. mom just needs a minute by herself. So, yes. 
You know, it's because that's how I grew up. I have a, you know, mm. a fantastic mom and two mm. grandmothers that have always cooked and included us in the kitchen. And oh. I was making real food by the time I was 10. And then I was yep. cooking dinner for my family. I mean, I could cook an entire dinner for my family of four by, I don't know, eighth grade. My mom loved that. That's awesome. um, yeah. So it's just, <laughs> it's how I grew up. And so it's the only thing I've ever known. Hmm. That's great. And not a lot of people are passing that on to their kids. It was, you know, my mom did that for me. She had me mm-hmm. cooking at a really, really early age, real food, you know, seven, eight, nine. When I got to college, none of my friends could cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would look yeah. in a kitchen full of food. Like you'd go to someone's house where there was a stocked pantry and they go, I don't, I don't know. What, <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. You know, what happened to that passing on that generation? It kind of skipped one and then people just forgot it. Yeah, we got too busy. And so we turned to, you know, the convenient foods, uh, fast food, microwave. all mm. of that stuff. And we stopped like taking the time, not just to make food, but to sit down and have a family dinner, which I think yeah. is so important. Yeah. Yeah, so, so do important. We. I mean, all the studies say the more often you have dinner together as a family, all the things you're trying to get your kids to avoid as parents, they do. It's really amazing. The more connected you are, the more you eat dinner together, the more you do things like that together. Mm-hmm. It's true. So you've got kids in the kitchen. It's funny. I didn't have my glasses on. I have a new prescription and they were off. <laughs> Honestly, when I looked down, I was like, we have a book called Hell's Kitchen. And then I looked and I was like, kids, oh, kids in the kitchen. Yes. Sometimes similar, not the same title. So, <laughs> Well, my daughter loves to come in the kitchen and just put every ingredients into anything. And yeah. sometimes I just let her sit on the floor and do it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. It's a yeah. mess. But yeah. It's, nice. it's a mess, but they learn so much about exactly. colors and measuring and math. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. So talk about this book. Talk about, you know, the journey in getting your kids in the kitchen. You know, what are some of the early ones you teach? Like my mom, I'm, I was so hyperactive as a kid. I would lose blood sugar while I slept, wake up low <laughs> blood sugar and super angry. So mm-hmm. early on, she started like literally pouring a bowl of cereal and putting a cup of milk next to it. Like this is how you pour <laughs> milk in cereal. Yeah. Eat, don't come to me first in that gradual way. What are some of the early stages on getting your kids in the kitchen? Well, I mean, my kids have been doing it since they were sitting in a high chair and I would pull it up next to me. And you know, while I'm mm. making guacamole, I would hand them an avocado and a a plastic knife, you know, and let them just cut and mash. Mm. Things like that are so easy to do with really small kids. But then the older they got, I had them, you know, making easy things like pigs in a blanket. You know, you guys, they Mm -hmm. can wrap a hot dog with some crescent roll dough. And, you know, just that uh, three-year-old, I have a three-year-old, my three-year-old can do things like that. Um, But peanut butter rice crispy treats. It's kind of like you are an official cook at my house when you can make those by yourself. Ah, right. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So what are the ages where you start letting them do things where you're not supervising, like with an oven or a stove, you know, or is it not an age, but it's kind of an experience thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends. Um, I have a daughter who's just about to turn 10 and she can brown ground beef by herself. She can put something in the oven and take it out. She's really independent. She can make a cake by herself. Mm. Uh, and then I have an eight and a half year old boy. I still uh, monitor him, but he's really getting quite good at it too. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. And does your husband jump into the game too? Yeah. So his mama taught him how to cook. So, mm. which I'm <laughs> thankful for. He knew how to mm. make things and which made him a real catch when we were dating um, and so he does. He cooks. Last night he grilled fajita chicken for us. I mean, he's, you know, the grill Ooh. he's great at. Yeah. Um, but he's really, um, he's great in the kitchen too. 
Uh, that's awesome. It is. A, it is. It's great when the whole family gets involved. I remember yeah. my dad had things. It was like, oh, dad's fried chicken. He's going to do that tonight. Yeah. Or, you know, those things. And it said to the boys, I mean, I was cooking all the time. It didn't matter. But to anybody that came over, like, oh, yeah, guys are in the kitchen, too. That's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, see, I grew up on a boat, so... Most of our cooking was fish or shellfish or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So all my brothers, there's five of us, um, we can all cook seafood. But other than that, well, now after the years have gone by, we've all graduated and cook everything. But as a youngster, it's like we could cook shrimp and conch and all those kind of things. Sounds good. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Kind of a different life. So keep going, Shay. What are the other ways to get our kids in the kitchen to get them involved? Well, I think it starts with um, a couple of things. One, it starts with the grocery store. I've always taken my kids to the grocery store, which can be a gigantic headache. I'm not going to pretend like it's all fun and games, but it's so healthy. When you said that, I looked over at our producer and she was like, "Mm -hmm, she has four. (laughs) (laughs) I have four kids. Taking them all to the grocery store can be... A complete nightmare sometimes, but it's so helpful <laughs> to let them walk through the produce department, pick out things, bag things, weigh it, measure it. Um, mm-hmm. They go to the you know the cheese counter with me, the fishmonger. You know, when they really see where their food's coming from, when they're learning more about food, I think they take a lot more ownership when they get home about helping me prepare it. Yeah. And I'm also big. I um, I love magazines and cookbooks. I'll hand them to my kids and say like, look through there. What looks good? What could mm. we do that's similar to this? And yeah. And they pull out pages, and, and that helps, too. I really do think that that um, helps expand their horizon. My kids also, they like to watch all these cooking um, competition shows. That oh is goodness. great. Yeah. The that best. Fun family The Great British fun. Baking Show? Yes. yes. Oh, That's my gosh, our favorite. It's a favorite at our house. Totally. totally. And then we, we started watching <laughs> um, Tasty on YouTube. They have short videos on, and they're they're so well done. Basics with Babish. Yeah. I like that guy. He's oh. hilarious. There, you can learn. That's the new one, too. I learned everything from my mom until mm-hmm. I went to college. Then I got a job in a Chinese restaurant, and I learned a million things as a cook in a Chinese restaurant. I don't know how I got that job. <laughs> and then I worked in a French restaurant where they wouldn't let me cook, so I had to watch all the things that mm-hmm. they did. But now with YouTube and videos, you really can learn so much about cooking it's not as scary as it used to be yeah and the basics the basics are taught on youtube so simple for each mom so if you're sitting out there listening and you're like no i do not know how to cook i'm Mm -hmm. just going to mcdonald's this some of these websites has totally revolutionized how i even i cook yeah and start simple don't you know (laughs) get a french cookbook and do coco vaughn i mean like that's not where you start you start with sloppy joes or tacos or something easy get build your confidence in the kitchen totally yep Yep. i was gonna ask have you invited other communities into like other families and how is this catching on around Hmm. you well just wondering yeah well we love to entertain at our house year round and so we're always (laughs) having family and friends over small groups big groups and um, I really think entertaining is, I just want people to leave my house and have had a great time. So I try not to fuss over the food. I try to do simple food while I'm entertaining because I don't want them to leave and think, well, she was in the kitchen the whole time. I hardly saw her. She was stressed out over ooh, something that ooh, she was yeah. making. I yep, do a yep. lot of things in advance. So I really, we really do try to welcome as you know many people as we can into our home. And then when my daughter has friends over and play dates, we experiment in the kitchen a lot. And that's always mm. fun. 
So Shay, I was just reading the foreword of a book and they were talking about their wedding and how the husband, they had it in his hometown and at the reception, he was so focused on everyone having a good time, he forgot about his wife. Mm -hmm. And it made Mm -hmm. me think of that when we entertain so often, especially for me, I'm trying to learn how to do it differently, but I'd Mm -hmm. be so concerned with, is the food ready? Is it right? Are the people here? Is the table set? All these other things that I'm not paying attention to my wife or my kids or the people that are there, I'm working and it's all business. How do we entertain and feel good about what we're doing and then still be able to let go and enjoy the things that we've, you know, why we're there to have those relationships? Well, I think it starts, in my opinion, with a lot of planning. You have to plan in advance, make sure you have everything you need from utensils to napkins to plates to Mm. ice, all of that. But then there's so many things you can make in advance. Lasagnas, casseroles, enchiladas, uh, roasts that can go in the slow cooker, Mm -hmm. and then desserts. I mean, almost all of those can be prepared in advance. That way, when you're entertaining, you're not cooking. That's already been done. So that's, that's a big thing for me. I want my people to come over and I'm just popping the lasagna in the oven because I made it the day before. And then for dessert, my cheesecakes in the fridge, you know, it's Mm, all easy. So then you're actually with the people that have come over to be with you. (laughs) Go figure. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you know what? Talk about the slow cooker. You know, it's funny when I saw this and it was like simmer slow cooker. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Instant pot. Let's go fast. Instant (laughs) right now. And, you know, I look up, I've got a slow cooker, I've got a crock pot, I like it, but every now and then when I'm doing something in the Instant Pot, seriously, I look up at my crock pot and it's like, really? We worked well, together for so, so hey, long. You, you he has a relationship with these things. It's hilarious. I bought an Instant Pot yesterday, just yesterday. Oh. So I've never used it. I haven't used it yet. I'm a little I'm give you my phone number. nervous. I am the... I am so, I am drowning in Instapot. I love it so much. So anytime you want to call, anytime you want to, anything you want to know, I'm all over it for sure. He's teaching all my friends how to use it. Oh yeah. (laughs) I love it. I, um, I asked my readers, uh, why the slow cooker over the Instapot or or why they thought it worked better for me. And cause it's so insightful to ask the people that read about you every day. They have, um, a really good take, have a good take on me. But they said, I enjoyed the slow cooker more because I like to get my stuff done early in the day. Yep. And that is so true. After they started oh, telling yeah. me that, I thought mm-hmm. they know me so well. So I am going to try the Instapot. But for me, I would rather drink my morning coffee and put my mm-hmm. pork tenderloin in the slow cooker and then not have to think about it again until six o'clock Man, that night. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's because planning. Then, and here's the truth. Because I've used the Instapot so long, you can do that and then use the Instapot to finish something, you know, oh. or do something quick right at the end. You know, if you want to get quick rice done or something else. But that would be so nice to have something where you're like, how many times do you come home like, oh, we forgot dinner? Were you yeah. going to do dinner? Or was I going to do dinner? And then it it's like, turns I don't know, into we put Brenner. it in this morning. And <laughs> yeah. when you get home and you're like, oh, oh, the whole house smells like the thing you put in this morning? Yes. Oh, that's a big win. That's a big win. You know, Mm -hmm. school and sports and speech therapy and all the things we do after three o'clock. It's so nice to walk in and dinner be done. Mm. And we can sit down and enjoy it. Mm. Man, I like that. Okay, it's been a while. 
what are some of the good early things you can start to do with a slow cooker? Things that are like, oh yeah, you just dump all these things in. Yeah. Because people get afraid. Like I know people are afraid of the instant pot. They're like, uh, I've yeah. done slow cooker, but I'm so scared. What if it blows up? And you're like, really? You know? You kind of think fe- it is going to blow up. It makes all the noise. and the- I feel that way about the crock pot. I'm afraid I'm going to set something in there for too long. And it's like, you ruined a crock pot meal? How did you do? I can do that. I don't know. Well, I do think there are some tips. Um, You know, growing up, I kind of had a lot of brown slow cooker meals, right? Where everything that went in came out brown and they all tasted the same. Mm. Okay, so I really don't, I don't, I don't like to do that. That's not what I like to serve at my house. Um, A couple things, kind of like what you're saying about the Instapot. Sometimes I just get dinner going with my slow cooker. So if I'm going to make chicken enchiladas, I'll poach the chicken all day in water in my slow cooker. So then when I get home, chicken, the hardest part of chicken enchiladas is poaching your chicken, waiting for the water to boil, waiting for it to cook, shredding it. The chicken will be ready and you can start Mm. your enchilada recipe. So I use it a lot to help me with other recipes. Mm. Um, I also think a key to a slow cooker meal is you have to add something fresh to it at the end, whether that's lime zest, cilantro, toasted nuts. I don't almost hardly ever do I actually like just scoop it out and eat it. I'm going to put cheese on it, some texture, something fresh Mm, to really brighten it up and add another layer to it. I think that's another important thing about slow cooker meals. That's a super good tip. I like that. Yeah. We don't want it brown and mushy. No, and no. there are there and there's a million things: toasted pine nuts, or yeah. you know, fresh cheese, a little onion. You know, fresh like onions got a little crunch to it. Something that's a great idea. Ooh, and there's yeah, so th- many things you can do to so many different foods like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I have a lot of recipes in my book that really do turn out fantastic, and they're not that mushy, and they're all easy. My, I'll tell you real quick, it's my friend's recipe, but I put it in my book because it's fantastic. It's for pork for pulled pork. It's a pork tenderloin oh. and you dump, you, wait, you dump Dr. Pepper on it, put the lid on it, let it cook all day. And that's it. Two things Uh-oh. right there. Two things. I think we're doing that tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> you come home, take it's the lid off. It's too late today, but we'll do it tomorrow pork. for sure. <laughs> I put barbecue sauce and it's over. Easy, easy. I just bought Dr. Pepper last night too. There we go. <laughs> oh, our producer just shook her head at me. Uh-oh. <laughs> she knows. He loves Dr. She Pepper. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. That You know what? This is the truth too, Shay. This is what I want to tell all the parents listening, all the rebels that are like, oh, I don't know. Try it. Because yeah. once you get that first success, you're like, oh, I can cook. I can do something. Yes. I remember showing my roommates like, dude, just Bisquick start, learn scratch later. But once you yes. start with it, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I can make a biscuit. I can make a roll. I can, oh, okay, I can do these things. You do a pork tenderloin with Dr. Pepper and your family's like, you cooked? Like, Yes, I exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I think too, for me, um, I have a really close girlfriend, Jean, who taught me some basics. And I think just being humble and asking the people around you, Mm because I have a lot of friends that are way better cooks than I am. And just being humble and being like, hey, you want to teach me? (laughs) You know, I think that would add a lot of value to your home and just getting more recipes out there and learning what you're doing. Absolutely. That's something that I've been doing is once I learned something, because Instant Pot became huge, and around Christmas, everyone I knew got one and then didn't know what to do. In fact, I had a friend, you know the silver pot that goes in it? Yes. It was out, and he didn't know it and put all the ingredients in the Instant Pot before the pot was inside. And I was like, no, it's okay. We'll just dump it out. (laughs) It didn't break. I'm not saying it won't for you, but it didn't this time. But I started showing any of my friends that wanted to learn, like, I've got five or six things super easy you can definitely do. 
you know, these three things. And then they start getting that confidence and it's yeah. so much more fun to share them as well. And I love that that you're doing it with the slow cooker. It, I forgot how to use it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go online again and look at it. And then right when we got that book, I was like, oh yes, definitely for sure. <laughs> yeah. And especially with school coming up. I mean, it's just yes. perfect timing. And I know there's lots of single moms that listen to us. So I think a slow cooker mm. would be a advantage for them. Definitely when they're going off to work all day and carpooling and doing that kind of thing it just seems like a yeah. a good resource absolutely you can even put breakfast in. i have a couple of breakfast recipes the night before Ooh. and in the morning you wake up and breakfast is done hallelujah oh, i know yeah. Easy. That's so go great. on on that yeah tell me, talk tell about me, some tell of that me, that's tell good me stuff more. all of us just looked at each other like okay because <laughs> our new studio so our studio uh just had we got hit with one of those gigantic hailstorms and mm, all like the windows so we have to move and we moved it to our house. And so now our producer is going to come to our house and we just looked at each other like, oh, if we put in a instant talk about the <laughs> night before, we could all have breakfast at work in the morning. That's right. So what are some of those things that you can do overnight like that? Uh, like oatmeal is a big one. So you put oh, okay. oatmeal in there and then you can flavor it. Um, I mean, with like cherry pie filling or cinnamon and apples. If you do that the night before, set it on low, then not only do you have breakfast, but your house will smell delicious <laughs> when you wake up. Ooh. That makes you happy too, That's psychologically. Not, that just made me happy. <laughs> like, We're all sitting here ooh. smiling, thinking about a house that smells like cherry oatmeal, pie cherry filling. pie filling. Yes. Everybody's smiling. And hungry. Yeah, that's the, that mm. says something. You know, I, I used to go and speak to kids and I would say, you ever have one of those mornings where, you know, someone yells and that's how you wake up and it yeah. sets your day off the wrong way? This is the opposite. Like if mm. you wake up to the smell of oatmeal and cherry pie, <laughs> how could you ever have a bad, I mean, yeah, coffee and right. that? What? Mm. <laughs> that is a good one, Shay. Oh, okay, yeah. Thank give you. Us an, give us another one. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we like applesauce a lot over here, which you yeah. can oh, spoon yeah. applesauce on anything, but an overnight applesauce is great. Spoon it on mm -hmm. oatmeal, toast. Um, you know, and it make, again, it makes the house smell great and it's perfect kids food, but you know, mom and dad like it too. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I got to ask you, do you have yeah. either a Vitamix or a Blendtec blender? Do you have one oh, of those have, super blenders? I have a Vitamix and it is life changing. Have I you put your it. applesauce in your Vitamix? Oh, I mean, look at you with all the life tips. changer. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so amazing. It'll totally change it. It's a, it's a okay. different. It's not really applesauce, but it's something good once you do that. It's something yeah. good. Okay, it's something good. Yeah, and then you got to try. I'll send you the recipe, but you have Please. to try oatmeal in the instant pot because it changes the food. It, it puffs does. it. It's a different. It's a totally different oh. texture in the instant pot versus regular. But I can't wait to do it in the slow cooker because that'll definitely change the texture as well. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just going to be a nice way to wake up. Mm. Oh, I'm so, I'm having so much fun talking to you. Our oven broke a week ago and I spent oh. four days haggling with an appliance factory warehouse seconds and I got my first double oven. And He's in heaven. Oh, I mean, that'll, that'll change how you cook and how you entertain for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I cannot wait. He, I, he's like <laughs> doing little dances about it. It's so funny. He loves to cook. I, do. I love that. It is it is one of my all time favorite things. It's because it brings people together. Yeah, you know we. That's what it you, is. You grew up in the South. You're right outside of Dallas. My dad was born in Threeport, Louisiana. Grew up in Beaumont, Texas, Texarkana, mm -hmm. that area. And entertaining and having people over 
was a regular thing. Every Sunday, you'd go to someone's house. Somebody would be entertaining and have people over. We've forgotten that. You can build communities. Our neighbor came over yes. uh, a couple, you know, it was yesterday we were talking that mentoring seems to have gone away where oh, yeah. everyone yeah. has their own full set of tools. You don't need to yes. borrow. Everyone has their own lawnmower for their 10 by 20 foot lawn in front. Everyone has yeah. their own Instapot. We have a, <laughs> you know, we have a cul-de-sac and everybody has lawnmowers and none of us have enough lawn for a lawnmower. And, it was like, and we only have grass for like four months. That's right. In Colorado, our growth season is so short. I love that the, you know, that cooking and things like that can bring your family and your neighbors together. And that you are when your daughters have play dates and girls over, you're yeah. showing them different things. Laura does tea time with the kids and yes. reads a poem and makes mm-hmm. tea, you know, and now we can start cooking scones and biscuits and things like that too. Yeah. yeah and the kids love it. I think it helps too for those impromptu. Sometimes you don't know you're about to have people over, but the neighbor stops by, you start talking, you invite them in. I think it helps to keep some supplies on hand that make for mm. some quick entertaining. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we always keep so like salami, some good hard cheeses, some nice crackers, nuts. Um, in fact, oh, last yeah. Saturday that exact thing happened, and before we knew it, we had a bunch of people at our house, and it was really easy to just get a little afternoon spread of things that we had in the house already. So that's an yeah. important tip too, I think. That's, that's a awesome. good one. I also okay. like to keep cookie dough in the free in the fridge and roll, yeah. so you just cut <laughs> yeah. it and then. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have yeah, some I had too many of those yesterday. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question about like any epic failures you have had. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> I've had lots of epic failures um, with the slow cooker. Epic yeah. failure. Yeah. Um, forgot to plug it in. Uh, food doesn't cook if it's not plugged oh, in. Man, mm-hmm. I know. So now that That's hurts. such a when common one, right? And, mm. Yeah. Dinner is still ingredients in the cold <laughs> slow cooker. <sighs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I try to only make things I think my kiddos are going to like, but sometimes I get a little, I experiment. I tried to make a Moroccan dish that involves cinnamon and my family was adamant that mm. cinnamon only went in desserts and did not mm. go in their meat entrees. Mm. So things like that. I mean, I'm always spilling and dropping and <laughs> You know, forgetting to buy the chicken for the chicken recipe. You know? Oh, yeah. thank you for totally. saying that. Yeah, oh. it happens. Yeah. You have oh, everything. You're like, oh, yeah, we're totally ready. Oh, yep. except the, f- the yeah. main ingredient isn't thawed yeah. or we don't have it. You hear that, yeah. Rebels? It's yeah. okay when you mess up. <laughs> so- and then you call for pizza and you laugh about yeah. it. That's what you do. <laughs> do that. Shay, why? I want to make a, um, oh, what is it that I get from... Um, the paleo place, the roast, the roast. Yeah. My roasts come They're oh. They're tough. I, they're not, you know, I, okay. I've, I've tried to do it in the crock pot and it's either dry yeah. mm-hmm. or tough. I'm the worst at the roast. Okay. Well here I have two tips for you. Okay. All right. One, and this took me a long time, but now I'll never go back. You have to go and buy the best quality meat. So when we buy our meats like that, mm. I don't buy them at the grocery store. I actually go to like, a butcher on our town square because the quality of meat, you can't make bad meat taste good. You can't make bad meat tender. Like Ooh, it just doesn't like work. That. So I do think Keep it the- starts. I used to try to make grocery store meat, but just sometimes grocery store, big cuts of meat like that just don't work. So yeah. that's one thing for sure. Uh, my mother-in-law and I have it, it's probably in that book sitting right in front of you. She has a roast recipe where she does it in the oven for two hours and it is perfection. I wouldn't even try to change it. It is absolute perfection. But I, I think, I actually think a roast in the oven is my favorite way, even 
even over okay. the slow cooker. Okay. I'll try it for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, can I hear your kids? Is that my kids or your kids? Oh, my kids. I just shooed them away. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly could have been mine. They'd be coming from behind me. I wouldn't have seen them. They'd sneak up on us. Shay, this is so much fun. You know what? Can I just say that? Will you come back on? Can we just call you every now and then and talk about Please. stuff like this? It's fun yes. talking to you. Now we're all excited to go do fun stuff and cook with our family. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure all of us are now thinking, what will we do tonight or tomorrow morning? Yeah. This is exciting. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. These More books are great. Um, Laura can tell you. Okay, I do have to close with this. Yes. I'm not good with people in my kitchen. Mm. I'm not. I've picked every single thing out in the kitchen. And I just <laughs> like things put away the way it's supposed to get put away. I don't mind if my kids are in the kitchen if stuff gets back. How do you, how do you, is there ever a way to make kids that are like, okay, we'll do this and we're going to clean too? Or we'll, is it just, I mean, is that just kind of the drill sergeant and just one of those like, you have to do it? I have to be the guy that makes him do it? He's talking okay. to the wife too here. <laughs> Okay, I am very type A and super organized. I also find cooking and I even find cleaning up after the meal relaxing. So Hmm. I'm a little, sometimes I want you to leave because I'm getting into like a Zen moment. I'm being Mm -hmm. super relaxed. And cleaning is more about just like me and my headspace than mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. but I've had to learn and I'm still learning how important it is for my kids to be more responsible. I know. And mm-hmm. if they put the can opener in the wrong spot, I can always put it back in the right spot tomorrow. Um, I just have to like bite my tongue sometimes because it's such an valuable lesson for them, yeah. but it's not my nature. Not my nature. Okay. Okay. It's not mine yeah. either, but I'm going to get into it. It is. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know. I am too. And you know what? <laughs> it's all the uh, unlearning. It's me being lazy. It's just, it's laziness. I could teach them and I could hold the rule and be there when they do it. But it's like, I could do it and it'll be done faster and the way I want it. And I'm selfish. So my selfishness and my laziness. (laughs) Pops up. Yeah. Not all the time, honey. Just sometimes. (laughs) Just sometimes. We're all, we're all, all, what, in progress? That's right. Yes, we are. All in transition. All in transition. Shay, thank you so much. We've loved having you on and we can't wait to have you back on again. Your story, you know what else? We want to get into your story. Because you've been vulnerable. You've been intentionally vulnerable about your highs and your lows. And that is healing for so many Mm -hmm. people. We've been through infertility. We've talked about it. And whenever you do, you just get flooded with calls and emails of of people that have gone through it that Mm -hmm. just want to talk. And we so appreciate mixandmatchmama.com. We love your blog. We love... All your on I mean, it's so fun to follow you online. It just, Thank you. So yeah. much joy. Thanks for being here. Can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, Rebels. Was that program as fun as I said it was going to be? I hope I didn't hype it up too much. I don't, I don't think, think I did. can. Right? She's just so spunky. She was the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. So I made the cherry pie oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it well. We've not spoken yet. I'm sure it was me and not her, obviously. How ridiculous. <laughs> it could have been my altitude. I don't know. Something I did wrong. And then I tried to be like, oh, here's how I can do this. I'm going to recreate the recipe, throw it in my Instant Pot, and then I'll give her the recipe. And I'll be like, what, what? Like, check mm-hmm. out how I rocked the Instant Pot. <laughs> I didn't know my Instant Pot seal had cracked. Oh. Yeah. So I ran my Instant Pot three times in a row. Oh no. Yeah. 
with my apple pie oatmeal that was going to be so amazingly fluffy. Oh, I just burned it to the bottom of my Instant Pot three times in a row. That's all. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Total failure. Complete <laughs> failure. Oh, that was first day of school. So I tried to do the cherry pie overnight oatmeal. Uh, I disastered that one. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Adapt, overcome, continue on, mm-hmm. threw the Instant Pot out, poured everything in, cranked it up, didn't work. Had to be me, right? Of course. <laughs> cranked that bad boy up again. Did not work. Laura was like, go upstairs, get dressed. You haven't even taken a shower yet. We're late for school. <laughs> Already, first day, we're going to be late for school. Uh, she made breakfast. Me, being so hard-headed and stubborn, tried it again. I set it and just left. And I was like, oh, I'll test it when I get home. Got it when I get home. It had not cooked. And then I scraped the bottom. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, we will see. We're having her right back on to talk about my failure and to figure out what I did with the oatmeal. And I'm going to definitely try it in the Instant Pot and see if I can mm-hmm. share a recipe with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And fear not, right now in my crock pot, in my slow cooker <laughs> at home, is a beautiful pork tenderloin with an onion, which is in the recipe. I looked it up online and in the book. Uh, and Dr. Pepper. And I let Lucy help me do it. I bet that thing is going to be so oh, good. Oh, I cannot wait to get home. Can you imagine what my house smells like right now? Thank right. you, Shay Shoal. I don't care what it tastes like. The house is going to be ridiculous when we get home tonight. Whoa, over. the kids are going to be so excited. <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to be great. Thank you, Shay Shoal, for coming on. We appreciate it. This is the end of the year, or it's beginning the end of the year. This mm-hmm. is that season for nonprofits like us. And Rebel Parenting needs your help financially. We are tax deductible. We love helping people. If you need help, we are here for you. Help at rebelparenting.org. You can help us by going to rebelparenting.org and clicking on the donate tab. All of it's tax deductible. We appreciate it greatly. God bless, Rebels. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week.